0: What's up? What's up? You are now listening to FY Fly, the podcast. And I'm your host, Hassan Thomas, along with Remy. And we are here to share tools on how millennials can budget, save, invest, and understand student debt and credit to achieve financial freedom. If you're a high school student, college student, or someone who's interested in gaining more financial insight, this podcast is for you give me a bag, I'm to give me a bag, I'm trying 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 to give me a bag. Me a bag. Me a bag. What's up, what's up my fly bag. folks out there, how y'all doing, I hope y'all doing alright. My name is Hassan Thomas aka CEO Sonny aka Sancho Saucy, cause you know I'll be saucy when I slide through now. Nah? And I'm here with my co-host who is the class and American Marketing Association president, Mr. Make a Play himself, Remy G. What's up, bro? How you feeling, man? Boy, it's getting close to graduation, huh?
1: Man, less than seven weeks away, my boy. Time flying, but not fast enough. Houston, me.
0: Man, I already know, I already know. My man ready to be back in that H, I feel you. Well, here at FY Fly, we like to start off our show with a meaningful quote about money. And y'all know this is a show about financial literacy. And financial literacy at its simplest is understanding not only how to budget your money, but being able to save and grow your money effectively and efficiently. And today's quote is life insurance. It's better to be five years too early than five minutes too late. CEO Sonny. (laughs) Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't know who said that, but let's lock in. And today we'll be chopping it up about term life insurance, what that is, when and why you would need it, and some of the pros and cons of term life insurance.
1: Hey, CEO. Speaking of pros, who we got as our special guest today?
0: Man, we have former NFL and CFL cornerback Mr. Tyron Brackenridge, who is going to lace us up on how he managed his money while playing in the league term life insurance, and much more. So y'all in for a good one today. So let's get active. I'm really excited for this episode, bro, because later on in the season, we will be speaking with another former athlete who will be touching a whole life insurance. So y'all really be able to compare the two and see which one works best for your personal situation. But today we're focusing on term life. So term life insurance is a type of policy that provides coverage over a set period of time. It could be for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, y'all get the point.
1: So with term life insurance, it only covers you for a specific set period of time. So if you die in between the set years, your death benefit from your insurance will be paid to your beneficiaries, which will most likely be your kids or any loved ones you want to make sure it's straight when you're gone. I was thinking though, son, what happens if you die outside of your declared terms?
0: Shoot, if you ain't renew your policy with that insurance company and you die, you and your family out of luck, my boy. Some insurance providers have renewable terms that allow you to renew your term for a certain amount of time after your original policy expires. And some companies have convertible terms, where you can convert your insurance into a whole different plan. But bro, the thing about that is, your monthly payments or premiums, as they call them, are based on your health. So if you're young, healthy, and fit, the insurance companies will look at you as less of a risk. Now, if you're the opposite of those things I said, the insurance companies will look at you as high risk. Because they're more likely to have to pay out that death benefit.
1: So let me see if I'm picking up what you're putting down, bro. So for example, I'm 22 right now. And let's say I get a term policy for 20 years. How much would you say the average cost is for someone around our age? For
0: term life? Since it's significantly cheaper than whole life insurance, probably anywhere from $10 to $30 a month.
1: Okay, so boom. I'm paying that monthly until I'm 42, and I didn't die now. My term is over. So when I go get another policy, since the premiums or monthly payments are based on health and life expectancy, that means I'm going to be paying a higher premium than before, huh?
0: Yes, sir. That's the thing with term life. You better die in between them terms or you're going to get taxed on the next term when you try to renew.
1: (laughs) chill out bro
0: nah nah i'm just playing but i'm low-key serious that's how it works though if you would have died in between those years then your death benefit would have been paid out and your people would have been straight but let's talk about a term i heard t breck say in our interview he said buy the term and invest the difference so buy the term and invest the difference basically is saying buy the term life insurance because it's much cheaper than whole life and then invest the difference of what you would have spent on whole life insurance
1: i like the sound of that bro but if you're gonna go with that method You actually gotta lock in with it. You can't be out here buying a term and spending a difference. That ain't it, Chief.
0: Nah, for real, bro. But you see a lot of these factors in financial literacy play and stack on each other. Like, financial literacy is not just a word people throw out. I was gonna say it's not just a word that teachers just throw out and you'll never use again like the mitochondria.
1: Hey, ain't that the powerhouse sale, huh?
0: Chill out, chill out, bro. See, you remember that. But you don't remember how to file your taxes, how to use credit responsibly, Or invest money for your retirement so you won't be living on Social Security that we probably won't even have as we get older. But that's because none of that was ever taught to us in school, bro.
1: Exactly, bro. Now let's talk about when the right time for life insurance is. From what we talked about earlier, it seemed like the younger, the better. But since we're talking about term life, which doesn't have a cash value saving account, the best time for term life is when you have children or people depending on your income. It's beneficial because you'll be paying much less than you would be for permanent life insurance. And your family's completely protected. I feel like life insurance is necessary to build generational wealth for your loved ones after you pass. Imagine being able to guarantee your loved one a million dollars when you pass.
0: Yeah, that's huge, bro, but that really plays back into financial literacy, bro. That million dollars will turn into a million nothings if you have no idea how to manage that money and find ways to have that money working for you without you actually having to work for that money. So what would you say are some of the pros of term life, bro?
1: Well, the first pro of term life insurance would definitely be the difference in monthly premium payments. On average, you pay 10 to $30 more a month for term life compared to $250 to $500 a month with whole life insurance. Another positive about term life is that it's simple to understand. You're covered for 10, 20, 30 years, and after those years, you'll need to renew. And if you don't and you die, then you'll have no death benefit. If you die in between those years, then you'll be covered. Simple as that. Want to lace them up on some of the cons, CEO?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So some of the cons of term life insurance are the fact that after your term expires, you will need to renew your term, but it will be at a higher price. So you're basically betting you'll die in between those terms. And if you don't, you'll get taxed for it for the next go-round. Another con would be the lack of a cash value account like whole life insurance has. You could be paying 20 years on the term, and then after that 20 years is up, that money is left with the insurance company. If you paid 20 years on a whole life insurance policy, those monthly premiums will be growing bigger and bigger, taking advantage of compound interest. But everybody's situation is different. We just want you all to know and understand the options out there, you feel me? Now we're going to take a quick break and slide to our insightful interview with former professional football player and current financial professional, Mr. Tyron Brackenridge. Let's go. What's up, what's up, my fly folks out there? How y'all doing? I hope y'all doing all right. And today we are speaking with former NFL and CFL cornerback, the financial professional, and the CEO of Boss Empires, Mr. Tyron Breckenridge. How you doing, boss man?
2: Doing well, doing well.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, tell us more about you, your background, and how you got started in the financial industry.
2: Grew up from Pasadena, California. Grew up playing football and graduated from Washington State. From there, you started my professional football career. And what really led me into this, at first I wanted to be a sports agent then i realized all the stuff that my agent actually had to go through just even dealing with me you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i was just like man i was like i don't think i really want to do that when i'm done playing and then i was uh, also thinking about being a, a athletic director and mm-hmm. i was like you know that seemed pretty cool but yeah it's just i don't know i didn't something i really didn't want to do mm-hmm. and then then i wanted to be a financial advisor and the reason why i wanted to be a financial advisor because you hear about uh, a lot of athletes and just people in general, I wanted to be able to educate, but a lot of athletes who miss out on a lot of money and what I mean by missing out, not that they they received it or didn't get it, they didn't not fully educated on how their money could work for them. there's a lot of guys that are like that and and there are some guys who have financial advisors where those advisors actually took advantage of their their money. They had, you know and they they had no no knowledge of what was going on in the in a financial game. And it's no different than being an, any athlete that you are. If you don't know the rules of the game, you're, it's gonna be very hard for you to succeed in that sport.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
2: But as an, as, as an athlete, we work so hard for our money. And at any moment in time, it can be taken away from you. you know. And it's like, yo, if I can educate somebody how to allow their money to work just as hard for them as they work hard for their money, man, I, I feel like that I've accomplished something remarkable teaching them the the importance of finances, right? Teaching them how to become financially independent, building your credit, keeping great credit scores. And then also, you you know, just growing up in this industry and then being in a position to create opportunities for those who are transitioning in life and just giving them that platform to become a business owner. And so by me, the older I've gotten, that led me down to this road to want to be able to properly protect educate and just lead families to financial freedom
0: most deaf, most deaf. so you know first of all man congratulations on playing pro ball you know not a lot of folks get that opportunity and make it that far but man i gotta know when you got your first big contract what you do with it <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta man,
2: go. Hey, well my signing bonus was probably like four thousand dollars like four thousand dollars after taxes there's something mm. like that <laughs> so i didn't get a uh, big 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 contract, but I think I, I, I think I went to the mall, got me a little chain, and that was probably about all I could do. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I really did get to do too much. But like you know, after after my first season, I did hit up a nice few few spots and change my wardrobe, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, again, I was speaking earlier about how you know I was spending more because i buy buying furniture and you know, getting my bedroom set, and all that stuff done. So like. I have fun. Taking trips to Vegas and Miami and New York and all these hot spots and just 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 living it up, man. It was it was fun. <laughs> you
0: know, you know, what my man Dion said, "You look good, you play good." Hey,
2: <laughs> you ain't lying. You look good, you play good, you play good, you feel good, all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it, you know it. So, man, while you were in the league, how would you say you manage your finances? You know, compared to your peers,
2: man, I, I probably. Pfft, wasn't no different than anybody that I probably was around, you know, because you are who you hang out with. And there mm. were some guys who that would try to educate me and they let me know certain things that they were doing with their money. But then again, I had guys that were just spending, just living mm. life. Right. And I got accustomed to that as well. Again, like I, I put away a lot of money into my retirement and stuff like that. I did. I contributed a lot into that. But man, I I think I as as a player, I could have managed my finances all. Oh, Whole lot better, cause mm. I mean, even though I had the guidance, you know, I didn't, I didn't take advantage of that source. I didn't, and I felt like at that time, again, being a young man, generating a lot of income, I felt like I had it all figured out. So man, just educate. And my biggest thing is you gotta educate yourself. You gotta, you gotta be willing to listen and 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 grow. You know.
0: Mm. So what's one thing you wish you would have known back then that you know now?
2: Shoot, just. I would again putting my putting my money in different places than that had the mutual funds and the things like that. Would have probably tried to educate myself more on like real estate or things, and things, again more property. Mm. You know, and probably wouldn't have instead of that money I was putting in the into the club, I would've invested that into myself. So like just just the maturity level when it came to my finances, I wish that I had my mindset now that I would have had then.
0: So how did you or how would you say to balance that, you know, that fun, let's go out and turn up to compare it to, okay, let me put this aside. Let me save this. How do you how would you say now would be a good way to balance that for the younger folks listening?
2: I would say right now, especially in your early 20s, man, and like I was sharing with you, that $50 you spending every weekend going to the club, you know, we was talking about that's about, what, $200 a month. If you put that $200 a month away for yourself and you invested that money, telling you in 30 years, you can have over $184,000, right? You can, you'll definitely be around there. That money you putting away and investing for yourself, you can be putting that in towards a business, right? So now while you're spending that money every week in your 20s for 10 years, now when it comes to your 30s, now you're working. Now you're you're you're, you're gonna build credit because in your twenties you get your credit cards and you don't pay off your credit cards. And now you, and then you may have student debt and you know student loan debts and stuff like that. You're you're putting yourself in a in a, in a financial rut. So now when you get in your thirties, you just put yourself behind. When you get to your thirties, you want to be ahead. So now you could take you know trips, vacation trips. You know I got cash. I can pay for it instead of having to put it on a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. And you you wanna you wanna set yourself up. In the financial game, that that little slide I showed you, you see the big difference from you know starting to invest at the age of 25, and just one year later, how much you lose out on if you start at the age of 26, right? And, and 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 that's huge. So I would say for all you young guys out there, young ladies, um especially in your 20s, you know, start learning how to pay yourself first. Learn how to pay yourself first, and that's that's the most important.
0: So you know, man, you know when you were playing for you know, the Chiefs, did that big money atmosphere, did that change the dynamic of the locker room, you know, compared to college and high school when folks weren't playing for those big dollars?
2: You, It's, it's crazy because it, it de- depends on the individual, you know, mm. yeah, I'm sure it changed some some guys, but that locker room atmosphere is like college, man. You, everybody uh-huh. in there is still kids, man. It's like you Definitely. enjoying it and you have certain people, you know, some people were to themselves. I'm sure it was like that in college, right? Yeah. So it's really no different. You know, they're changing your maturity levels. Is, is, is very different because now some guys are married, kids, and things like that. But again, it's like that locker room environment, that camaraderie in the locker room is it's, it's the same. You know, it's and it's just all based mm-hmm. on how close you guys are as a team as well, right? So. Yeah
0: yeah that's lit that's lit <laughs> so would you say there's a sense of keeping up with the Joneses in professional sports and anyhow or what do you think
2: absolutely man absolutely like you got to understand like there's guys they literally will compete on who got the best car who got the the, the nicest jewelry you know and mm. there's some guys who you know you have free agents free agent rookies who will try to keep up with dudes that was first round draft picks because yeah. they see them having that and they like, you know what, I can go do that too. But your leash is a lot shorter than theirs. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. people who try to, you know, keep up, keep up, keep up, but then they now they putting themselves in a financial situation. Right? So yes, it's there's people that's keeping up with the Joneses and in professional sports.
0: So for the folks that may not know what keeping up with the Joneses is, could you explain that and why is it something that we all need to avoid doing?
2: Well keeping up with the Joneses. So say for example, you know, I see Odell Beckham. Right, he has a nice crib, nice cars. You know, mo- like multiple cars, multiple nice cars, and mm-hmm. he's in a in a higher financial, you know, bracket than I am. But because I see him doing it and having all these finer things, and I may have good income, but I'm trying to keep up with the nice things that he has. I'm trying to keep up with the 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 cars and, and the house. So now mm-hmm. I'm putting myself in a financial rut. To where now I'm barely being able to pay this off and all my means is going to these material things when he has that's that's nothing to him, you know. His cushion, his account is a lot heavier than mine. And but I want to do those things that he's doing because I see that he's doing it. Right? And so that's mm. just trying to keep up with John. It's just trying to you match you see somebody with the finer things and you're trying to keep up with it. But your financial status doesn't quite match that.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So what would you say was your biggest turning point where you knew it was really time to begin saving and investing?
2: My biggest turning point was, I would say when I got to, when I went up to Canada and like as that, that alone, when I got done playing in the NFL and I went up there and that was huge for me. Like, I was like, okay, I got a family, you know, I got to learn how to manage my finances a lot better, mm-hmm. you know, and so that was like, that was like the turning point for me and I think what my biggest thing was, instead of just living off my income, right, from the season when I played, I, what I should have done was do something in the off season,
0: mm. right?
2: But see, you know, you're so mentally tired after a full season, being away six do months. Do something and
0: then, like, pick up a, a another,
2: you-, you know, yeah, exactly. Pick up another a source of income. Mm. And I would just live off my, you know, my earnings from the year. Mm. And... You know, and then every year what I did was I bet it on myself pretty much. I I signed a one year contract and then I re-up with a signing bonus and all that. And then that's how I kept doing it. And I would just mm. live off that, which I shouldn't have. And you know, I could have, you know, invested that and then still generated income in that aspect. So like, that's something I feel like I, I would have done differently, but that's when my mindset at clicked when I got done playing. And then I got into the financial industry you know so mm. so that's 2016 when i first first started before i went to coach
0: gotcha gotcha so what motivates you every day to wake up and go get it man
2: my baby girl okay. she, i mean she's just that's as simple as that man i have a wonderful daughter man she's about to be 10 years old she's very competitive she's very smart she get up she's so easy man she get up I, I make breakfast she gets on her computer loggers herself in getting her schoolwork done she sits down there and knocks it out man and mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you that the little girl's amazing and that's she keeps me going man that's my fuel to my fire man that's what i gotta i gotta i gotta make it right you know for her she guys to see she sees the work that i put in i see the work that she put in and you know she's definitely gonna be rewarded you know she she's seen my successes and you know mm-hmm. and you know, and I'm 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 watching hers and she's she's she plays gym uh, she plays well she does gymnastics and she's okay. a beast man.
0: Nick Simone Bowes, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, okay. I'm actually I mean, uh, I'm uh I'm very proud of her, man, and that's that's my motivation, though.
0: That's a blessing. So what advice do you have for those people who aren't so motivated to, you know, to go up and get it every day?
2: Man, listen, if you're not growing you're dying. You know? Mm-hmm. You got go out, go out, man. Like find something that's that that's gonna move you you gotta find something that's gonna move me because you got those people who was just you know waiting and whining or you're gonna have those people out there working and winning you know what i'm saying and do you want to watch those who are working and winning while you're just sitting back waiting and whining oh i want this i want that Or one day i'm gonna do this one day i'm gonna do that or i'm waiting on this i'm waiting on that no we can't wait we gotta go get it We got to go get it, man. No matter who you are, what you are, and how you are, you got to go get it. You got to find something that's going to move you to better your situation and your families. Because, again, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? And you want to get out. All the information is out there. It's always out there. We just got to go get
0: it. I agree 100%, man. 100%. So, you know, like you said... After your career, what really made you want to be, you know, a financial planner? And can you explain the difference between, you know, financial planner, financial advisor, you know, all those different <laughs> certifications that people may be confused on?
2: Yeah. So as a, a financial planner is a different, you know, a different certification license. And basically all they do is they pretty much put a plan together for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Get all your basically what they're doing is getting put together what you call like a, a financial needs analysis and basically what they're doing is they're creating a plan for you to follow financially so they don't they don't invest anything for you they don't they can possibly give you ideas to okay put this away here put this away here but just as a planner they're gonna pretty much give you a game plan to help you financially so they want all your expenses you know what's coming in what's coming out pay this pay this if you got debts okay pay these off pay this off this is now what you have each month you can contribute this into a savings account or an investment account. Like, so they just kind of give you a whole little needs analysis. So as a creating, is pretty much a financial GPS, financial advisors. Now they actually can invest for you and they advise, and they can advise you create putting portfolios together financially so they can do okay. those things. They can put a plan for you as well, but also show you different investment streams that you can actually invest in and they're managing. They have assets under management. So they're actually managing accounts. So it's, uh, it's a lot different. This is, those are the two difference of a financial advisor versus a financial planner.
0: Okay, makes sense. So generally speaking, why is it important to have a plan?
2: Man, you always gotta, it's very important because if you, you don't have a plan, you don't know where you're going. And mm-hmm. You don't. I mean, if you don't, how, if you don't know where you're going, how you gonna get there? And how are you gonna accomplish or get to where you wanna be if you don't have a plan?
0: definitely and i like that term that you use that a financial gps
2: actually <laughs> you got to have your financial gps you know and you you got to be able to you got to put that plan together man it's it's no different in a, in a sport you got a mm. game plan <clears throat> you go in and you you get that game plan for the week you know and you got to go out and execute and put yourself in the best position to win right and that's in everyday life man you got to create a plan to put yourself in a position to win And if you don't have a plan you're just getting up every day with no purpose, now you just you just like a dog chasing your tail, right? And, yeah. and so, like we, you gotta you gotta put a plan in place. Have to.
0: So explain to my audience a little bit. You know, what are some of your favorite investment options and why?
2: Favorite investment options. I mean, I, I would like I like mutual funds and stuff like that. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it's, it's 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 good for your retirement and things like that. Also, you want put, to start putting together like annuity programs. You know, for in case you out, you know, live your, your, your. I like to do, you know, buy term and invest the best of difference. So if you outlive your term, you, you, again, you're not paying on life insurance all your life. Mm. You, you actually set yourself up and living off your retirement because now you have all assets and no liabilities and no need to continue to pay on life insurance when you're already insured yourself, right? But I would other than other than that, I'll always say, man, like I said earlier is. The biggest investment got to be investing in yourself, mm. because if you don't invest in yourself, you're not gonna be able to invest in anything else. So man, invest in yourself. Don't 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 be whining and waiting. I'm telling you, be out there working and winning. And I'm telling you, when you invest in yourself, you got that self-love, you got that proper mindset, you can't be stopped. And that's how. That's all I gotta put it out there, man. Like you have to invest in yourself. That has to be your biggest investment and everything else is gonna
0: follow so i heard you mention something about annuities man man give us an insurance 101 just break down you know that insurance jargon for us man that's that's something that you know a lot of my generation is missing you know we just we just don't know these insurance options and term life and this life you know what i mean just give us a a, little quick one-on-one well
2: with with annuities is uh it's, it's almost like a living benefit so you wanna put yourself in that position because now it's it's another source of income at, at retirement age, right? You can pay yourself annually, monthly, like you can literally start paying yourself and you don't have to worry about going back to a job. It's unfortunate you have those those elders who may retire from one job, right? They, yeah. they had to retire from a job, but to go work another one. That's why you see those greeters at Walmart Stuff like that, they didn't. They didn't invest properly for their retirement, right? And with with, with those annuities that help pay out. So now you have annuities, you have your mutual funds, you have all these, all this money that's been building for you. So now you have it paying you at retirement. So now you're just living off retirement. And at this day and day, at that time, again, you ain't gonna need life insurance because you should have little to no debt, right? The home is paid off. Your kids are growing if you have kids. And now you mm-hmm. they implement their game plan with their family, right? And now you're just living off your retirement income. So at that time, again, we want you to be financially independent. You want to be financially independent. So why continue to pay on life insurance? You can for peace of mind. Mm-hmm. But again, if you have enough money in your investments, your annuities, and all your all your different investment streams, why? You Because now you have all assets. You have no liabilities. So anything that you leave behind is not going to be debt. And that's why we we put together like a term term like a 35 year term to protect your income because in our earlier years in our earlier years we're going to need a lot of coverage because we have all liabilities you know mm. you got a home mortgage that you got to pay for car payment you know what i'm saying credit card debts student loans whatever the case may be especially if you have a family you you want that income protection that's what this term policy is the income protection right and then in our early years, we're not gonna have very much money because we're paying off these liabilities, right? So you want a lot of you want a, you want more coverage at a younger age. So now say you have got this uh, this policy, 35 year term policy on you, right? And now you go into your later years. Great, nothing happened to you. And they're like, oh, so in 35 years I got no more insurance? No. They're like why? Like why? Like I want I don't want that. Well reason why we do buy term and invest the difference so now that you're buying your term and now you're investing as well so through your time that you have this this coverage you're also investing so now at the end of that 35 year term that you've been investing for those 35 years you mm. accumulated a lot of money in your retirement you have no debts right so now say for example you got over a half a million in your investments right and just this just, just is one just saying you're in, in your mutual funds or yeah yeah your 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 rock IRA, IRA. And just say you got over mm-hmm. half a million in that. You have no debts. Do you feel that you need to continue to pay on life insurance? Because now you you insured yourself, you have no debt. So anything that, God forbid, anything would happen to you, you still, you're leaving back all assets. Mm-hmm. They can, they, you can leave back what's ever in your retirement, right, to your beneficiary. So, and that's the thing. And God forbid it was something that happened to you doing your working years, they collect the debt benefit and what's in your retirement, right? So it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, very, it's very important to understand annuity programs when when to start paying into those accumulate on that you know retirement because again that's paying yourself first pay yourself and properly protect
0: yourself okay so a lot of my college students high school students we're still on our parents insurance so what age should we be getting off their insurance and really tapping in to our own insurance and what exact insurance would you say we need so that term insurance
2: i i'm a big on term yes mm. definitely well, usually around the age of 25, most people start to get their own insurance. I know with, with our company, they once you be turned, you become 25, you drop off your parents' policy when you're eligible to own your own. But honestly, it's always good to have something. But usually, man, we when you when you start getting when you married and having kids, that's when you really need to, you know, put that protection on you and your family. You know, so usually most single people. They feel like, you know, what do I need life insurance for? Or they just have it just so, okay, I put it together. I just want to have a proper burial for myself. I don't need much, you know. I don't have a family, anybody to leave back anything to. So, our, our target market is, you know, couples with kids and purchasing a home. Say, for example, you bought a home and you're like, you know what, let me, let me, I want coverage. You may be single, but I have a home that I'm paying on. God forbid anything was to happen. I don't want this home to be, you know, left to the to the state i want i want this still to be in the family so let me get life insurance to you know god forbid something was to happen to me this home is still paid for and it's still within my family right
0: so man assets and liabilities tell us how important it is to seek out income generating assets
2: man very important man those are those valuables that you want to have you know you want you want a home that's paid for you want a car that's paid for other properties and things that pay for it or those other properties paying for your property. So you want you want to have multiple those can be multiple income streams for you, right? Mm-hmm. By let we talk about like the real estate, you know, having a property. One those properties that you rent or just say you have another home, a rental property and you renting that out, that can actually pay for the mortgage that you're living in, right? And those 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 assets and you, you wanna have it because again, so for example, we know we talk about a car. That's just complete liability right there. You yes. know, a car is complete liability, as soon as you drive it off the lot, it decreases, boom, value right then and there, right? And and it's like, okay, now I'm sitting here, that's that's a full on liability, but when you pay that off, now you got constant maintenance on that still, right? So it's it's that a car is almost like a, a full-time liability, right? But again, you 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 want you want to be able to hold your income and the general, I mean, the money that comes in. You want to be able to hold that, right? You don't want to have to be paying off things, paying off loans and everything. And then you want to be to the position that if you do buy buy something, you can buy it out, you buy it straight out right there, instead of having to make payments on it, right? And you avoid a mm-hmm. lot of situations. Now you're avoiding interest. And then those properties that are generating income, again, it's pay- paying for that, right? So, again, like the, the biggest things on like, having assets and generating that income, it's, it's huge because, again, you don't want them liabilities because those liabilities is constantly taken from you.
0: So why do you feel like financial literacy is so critical for young folks out here?
2: Because, man, it's young start young, man, because... Young folks, we, we don't want you don't want to get on a boat too late. You want to start learning this now. You want to get ahead of the game. You got to stay ahead of the game because you don't want to start trying to figure it out later later on in your years. If you learn how to, you know, pay yourself first, you know, put 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 your money away, do things right. Pay off your credit card. You get a credit card, start with something very low. Pay it off each month, you know, build your, your establish your credit. It's always good to, you know, generate an LLC. Whatever it may be, pay yourself through your company. You know, mm-hmm. you can write off, write off a lot of things, man. And 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 it's it's a lot of different tax breaks, a lot of different loopholes that we need to educate ourselves and seek that education that's out there. I, what I love is, you know, guys like yourself and and others are putting all that information out there on social media, man, for you to you know grab that juice, you know. And 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 it's it's needed, man. And don't just be. Be on your social media scrolling your thumbs, man. It's it's a lot of valuable information out there, other than just, mm-hmm. you know, all the senseless violence that's going on and, and the drama that people like to, you know, entertain themselves. It's it's crazy how I, I I feel myself in this situation at times too, with the mm-hmm. social media going and tapping into that a little bit, with our, our, our attention span. Well we can sit there and it's very hard for us to sit through a ten minute video, educational video, to learn and grow from right but we're so because we're so programmed to seeing a video that has one minute in there right one minute video of some drama whatever we're gonna lock it if it's some drama going on and if it's a five minute video you locked in but when it comes to educational video if it's five minutes it's like dang you're looking at the time like dang how much time left on here how much time is left on here and it's we have to reprogram our mind to to have that focus because mm-hmm. there's so much information that's being brought to our attention, you know, especially in our culture. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more information that's being put out there for us, but we just got to take the time out to grab. it, You know, we just got to constantly lock in and focus, focus on ourselves. Again, that's part of investing in yourself. All right.
0: you know that's one of the main things that I wanted to focus on you know in my app and the the financial literacy resources I'm coming out with I'm recognizing you know that the consumer market like you said, they're not sitting there watching no 10 minute video. They're not sitting there watching no five minute educational video about something that can help them and better their future. Right, right. So that has led me to, you know, cause I know my target audience. So we gotta come out with videos that's a minute, a minute, 30 seconds, that's really gonna capture, you know, my audience's attention and then hit them with some valuable information in that, you know, a lot of time. You know what I mean?
2: Definitely, we, we, <laughs> we gotta stay locked in.
0: Facts, facts. So, what are your thoughts on regularly tracking and checking your finances?
2: Man, you gotta, hey, you gotta, you gotta see what's coming in and what's coming out, and that's because if you just bl- turn a blind eye, it you may be spending more than what you actually, you know, generating, and that can get it can get easy, you know. Certain apps on your phone coming out monthly. Do you actually need that? You know, certain, you know, you're spending or going out to eat. Look at, look at, look at that. And, you know, maybe you may need to change that. You know, so it's 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 so many different things that you have to pay attention to when it comes to your account. Because you want to know what you're spending, man. And if you don't, like I said, if you turn that blind eye, you're going to realize that why is my account, why why am I waiting for that next paycheck now? Why so mm. much, why am I losing so much money? Why I don't ever have money at the end of the month? Again, that's what that financial needs analysis is also about too. It'll to help you break down those finances and see what you're actually doing, you know, and to put you in a position of where you could put away more and save more
0: okay so what are some positive money habits that you do personally and if you have any negative let us know so we can cut them off
2: (laughs) (laughs) again like i would say the negatives is because i had to do this i went through my phone with apps. am i getting charged for subscriptions and things like that and am i actually using this so i cut a lot of that stuff off you know just going out to eat things like that you know what is what is what is necessary you know is this necessary or not right and then uh, that, that would be the bad thing the good thing now it's just again paying yourself first paying myself first you know investing in you know my future you know mm-hmm. and, and to my retirements and stuff like that so i think that right now and it's probably the best thing that i'm doing you know so
0: gotcha so my man put yourself in my audience shoes you're in high school back in college you know you just graduated what are your next money moves
2: man paying pay, paying off my debts you know Ooh. if you're if you're you know especially just normal students you know and you wasn't fortunate enough to get a full-ride scholarship you have to take out loans, pay your debts i would say that first and foremost and then save, say because now you're able to pay your debts you build your credit you save, you'll put yourself in a position to buy a home a lot sooner than anybody else would
0: so my man i got one more question for you i'm going to read you a quote and you got to tell me which one is more accurate in your opinion you ready so my first quote is more money more problems and my second quote is money can't buy happiness which one is more accurate in your opinion i
2: would say money can't buy happiness okay well because again if you're just a miserable individual no matter how much money you have is it's not going to help that situation you know that's that 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 comes with your mindset and you know the support that you have around you you know that Money would never buy happiness, yeah you you put yourself in a temporary situation and be happy by buying yourself these things, but you know that's that's those that's temporary you know if you're not in a great space in life or mentally within yourself, money is not going to change that you know mm-hmm. it's just it's going to cover it up. But the deeper root of things, you you're still gonna be having those self issues.
0: definitely and really money only multiplies who you really yeah.
2: are. yeah, exactly. so uh, and with the more money more problems, no, nah, I think just the more money you make is you that's you creating the problems for yourself or you're surrounding yourself by problems. you know I don't I don't feel like more money more problems. It's just all about who you surrounding yourself with and allowing them to just you know leech off you you know and whatever but i i say money can't buy happiness
0: man i appreciate your time man thank you for joining us on fy fly the podcast let the audience know where to reach you if you got any final words go ahead boss man
2: man man first off i just want to thank you for this opportunity allowing me to be on here and chop it up with you and share a little bit of knowledge and put it out there for everybody man and man you can find me on uh instagram at tbrack you can also find me on twitter uh at tbrack 41 uh, i'm on facebook You know, I'm out here. If you guys got any questions, reach out to me. You know, I I would love to answer those questions for you guys. If any opportunities, anything, man, I'm here for you guys. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. For those who are out there listening, you know, FYI, fly. Make sure y'all go get that app, too, that's coming soon. I'm definitely going to be on it. Got to support, you know what I'm saying, all love, you know.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. We really appreciate you. Now we're going to take it back to Remy G and me for one of our favorite segments called Did You Know Let's go! Welcome back, welcome back to FYI Fly the Podcast. And y'all know what time it is, and maybe y'all don't, but me and Mr. Make a Play finna let y'all know. Did you know? Only 2% of term life death benefits are paid out.
1: Did you know? Female life insurance rates are about 15% cheaper than males.
0: Did you know? 80% of people over-exaggerate the cost of life insurance.
1: Did you know? of Americans want life insurance that doesn't require a medical exam.
0: Did you know 18% of people have term and whole life insurance?
1: Did you know that September is life insurance awareness month?
0: To wrap everything all up for my fly folks, term life insurance has its positives and its negatives.
1: Those positives are the more affordable prices relative to whole life and the simplicity of the term policy. While the cons are the lack of a cash value account and the fact that after your policy expires, if you want to renew it, you'll pay a much higher price because of what life insurance base their premiums off of. Your age, health, and life expectancy.
0: Big facts, General. So for our actionable items, we need y'all whatever age you are. Go look at the pros and cons of term life insurance and determine if it works for you. And also tune into our future episode with Mr. Brandon Clark, who will be lacing us up on whole life insurance. After that, you'll really be able to make an educated decision on which life insurance is best for you. But one thing for sure, and two things for certain.
1: If you ain't got life insurance and you die, your family gonna be hurting.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> cap. And that's it from the FY Fly Guys, man. We'll see y'all next week. Stay safe.
1: Stay invested. And stay fly.
0: Thank you all for listening to FY Fly, the podcast, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week for more financial literacy insights with our special guests. Please visit our website, social media platforms, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at FYI Fly Podcast. That's FYI FLI Podcast. See y'all next week and stay fly. But don't y'all go anywhere just yet. Stay tuned as each week here on FYI Fly, we like to give an independent artist a place to shine and gain some exposure. This week we have Daylight by Blake Island. Let's go.
1: I don't wanna sleep at eight by The late night or three grave told me i see you soon yeah, wake up, got to thing to the day Coffee in my sister ain't hey. Gotta go see my beautiful babe. Picnic in the park, okay Pop until we see the moon, Bob into some brand new tunes Bob until I'm tired of you, JK I don't really feel that way I just wanna see you smile, just chill with me For a while, all the things that we I myself when I'm with you Wanna make you happy Close me, tight, me, me Call me like a taxi You already know where I be, yeah